0: I want you to think with me today about all the different types of containers that we have in our world today. All different shapes, sizes, what they're made of for different purposes, to hold almost everything and anything. We seemingly have a container for everything on earth. Hey, it's Charlie, and this is the Encouragers United podcast. Containers are really useful right for preserving things for separating things for organizing our lives a container helps us to transport something or to save it for a time later with technology in our modern culture today we basically take a lot of this activity for granted each day we have containers that we transport we produce goods and put them in we have a container for everything but not so much in the time of the Old Testament, right? The primary container of that day was pottery. Pottery was a very valuable commodity in that time because of the advantage that it gave its owner. However, back then and even today, pottery was kind of like a piece of artwork, wasn't it? Each container was handcrafted by someone Each one is unique. They come in a multitude of shapes and sizes, curves, and unique colors with painted designs and markings on them. Pottery was both useful and beautiful. Sometimes in this life, we want to separate the useful from the beautiful, right? The necessary from the elegant. Think about it, we build big featureless office buildings and maybe straightforward, ugly factory buildings for our necessary business and our work. And then we build these beautiful museums and church cathedrals to contain the objects that we think are beautiful. Well, I wanna draw the parallel here to you as a human being and the people that you're working with perhaps as a teacher, a pastor, or a mentor, or a coach, each and every human being is an inseparable union of both usefulness and beauty. There's no human being who's not useful with a part to play in what God is wanting to do in the world, right? And there's no human being who is not unique with special lines and colors and forms and giftedness distinctive from everybody else all this came became really clear to the prophet jeremiah he writes of his experience in the potter's house the brute fact of the clay this lump of inert shapeless earth right was shaped for a purpose by the hands of the potter and then as it took shape this realization of the uniquely designed individuality and wide-ranging usefulness came to be. And as a finished pot, it was painted, baked, and glazed. I want you to study with me today, Jeremiah 18, just the first six verses. Let me tell you this story. It reads like this. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands, and so the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter does? declares the Lord, like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. That's Jeremiah chapter 18, verses one through six. God shapes you for his eternal purposes. And it begins right there on the potter's wheel. The dust from which you and I are made and the image of God into which he wants us to become, they're all the same. We're reminded back in that Genesis story that God took the dirt of the ground, you know, the earth, and he shapes it into man, but he makes man in his own image. And so just take a look at your hands. Your hands are so complex and they're made of the same elements that are in the earth, right? But yet God gives us life and he shapes us in his own image to be workers and to be servants, to be containers of his power and his glory and his work here on earth. So I'm just intrigued and I'm, I'm reminded of the beauty of the diversity of people, the diversity of the skills and the gifts and the talents, the personalities that we all bring. To this, to this planet, to this world, to to this life. There are some other places in the Bible where this relationship between the Potter and the clay are mentioned. Actually, the prophet Isaiah mentions it quite a few times. But I, uh, I'm running across Isaiah 64 verse 8. It says, "But now, O Lord, you are our Father; we are the clay." and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. That drives me to think about unity and the diversity that we see in our world, but it's really that we are all created by God. We're all created equal by God. Another great passage uh, in the New Testament was from Paul when he writes to the Romans. Romans 9.20 kind of asks this rhetorical question but he says but who are you man to answer back to god will what is molded say to the molder why have you made me like this boy i've asked that question before right god why did you make me this way you know when we see the imperfections and the problems that we face or the weaknesses that we see in ourselves but who are we man to answer back to God and sort of shake our fists and say, why have you made me like this, God? I don't like the color of my hair or I don't like, you know, the color of my eyes or the way my skin freckles in the sunshine. It, it could be any number of just trivial things that we we ask God these ridiculous questions. Right. Why have you made me like this? One final verse, I'll tell you. It's Second Corinthians 4, 7. It actually says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. What that reminds me of is that the flaws and the cracks, you know, the imperfections that I see in myself and perhaps even that I see in other people sometimes, it's a reminder that really we have God to thank because we carry the treasure of his creative power in a jar of clay in a pot that is fragile it's uh it's uh imperfect right it might not be quite symmetrical but we have a treasure inside us and that only proves that God is gracious that he's loving and that he wants to use us in the world in spite of yes because of our imperfections people that we work with, even ourselves, we're in a process, aren't we? We're in a process of being shaped, hopefully by God's hand. I want you to look at people with that in mind today. I want you to see that God is working on them and he may be even using you as a part of that process in their life. I hope that actually I'm a part of that process in your life if you're listening today. So let's work in alignment with God's Holy Spirit, his efforts in other people's lives to see that he's the master potter, that he's shaping our lives every day and he's using us to shape others through our encouragement, our correction, our leadership. We're all containers of God's glory and his special giftedness. How will you be shaped today? So I hope this has encouraged you today. As always, we want you to go make a difference in the world by starting where you are, taking what you have, and doing what you can. Good morning, Charlie. Uh, my name's Mike Hostetler, and um, I've enjoyed your podcast and want to encourage you in, in that. Uh, looking forward to seeing what God can do in our lives. Hoping to be a future friend. Bye. Hey, hey, thanks so much, Mike. It was great to hear from you this week. And I, too, look forward to meeting you real soon. Hey, if you are listening regularly and you would love to ask me a question or even comment and give me some encouragement, Uh, Please go to the website charlesrgrimes.com and you too, like Mike, can leave me a voice message that I may use in an upcoming episode. Check it out today. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Encouragers United podcast with me, Charlie Grimes. I would love for you to do me a favor and leave a comment and a rating for this podcast. It means more to me than you know because that's how people are alerted about the Encouragers United podcast. I invite you to simply let me know how I'm doing and that refers others to listen as well. I appreciate and read every one of your comments and I'm trying to make the show better and better each week. For more information and to connect with optimistic, enthusiastic leaders all over the world, be sure to search for Encouragers United on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, or visit my website CharlesRGrimes.com. I'm Heather Erb, and I host the Shine.fm MomCast. It's specifically for moms. Couldn't we all just use a little extra bit of encouragement, maybe a little tidbit of wisdom, or just a different perspective on how moms are doing things these days? Definitely encourage you to check out the MomCast. You can search for us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Just search for shine.fm Podcasts.